Great to have your company if you're joining us around the planet here on the driver's seat. Uh, we've got plenty to talk about, and I could tell you right now, it is nice to see that we're getting some love on the texts. 0433 98 11 16 is our number if you'd like to get in touch, as I welcome into the central broadcast position the one and only Matthew McKeldin <laughs> and Stephen Johnson. Well, if, Hello, if, mate. if everyone's going all cricket today, I figured we might as yeah. well continue the trend. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Uh, be ashes, big, big thing tonight. So not not uh, a big surprise there that we've bounced, been bounced off air and onto the <laughs> onto the uh, onto, the, onto app. the app. But I'm very happy that we're, as you say, we're already getting text messages. But what I want to know, Stephen Johnson, as we welcome you into the show. I know we were talking a little bit earlier today, and I know it was difficult because you were on multiple screens. Did you get your Tay-Tay tickets? <laughs> My Tay-Tay tickets? <laughs> oh, man. I had, hey, did I you had push phones it? going yeah, everywhere. Oh, and... For young Lacey? Yeah. Yeah. Did you get the $1,800 tickets or did you get your $45 back of the, back no, of the bleachers? No, whatever that was most expensive is what I rolled into, and I bought a dozen of them. You bought a dozen? Yeah. Right. Yeah. There was crying in the streets. I couldn't believe oh it. Oh my god! People, have you, like, I don't know what it's like in Melbourne, but there's the uh, after the shock of how bad the uh, Shane Warne show was <laughs> over the weekend. It's all been about Tay Tay. It's Tay Tay Central. It's boring. Yep. To be, to be <laughs> quite frank, make a very good PR department. But eight hundred and fifty. <laughs> the numbers, Nimsy. Eight hundred and fifty thousand people logged on, trying to get two hundred and fifty thousand pre-sale tickets. You got to feel sorry for the person that was trying to get tickets to Townsville uh, through the Ticket Tech website as well. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> I was just here to see Kiss's last show. Yeah, it says it's their last show. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, if I never you, knew, I never knew how big she was. To be quite frank, but yes, if you've uh, if you've joined us, welcome. We would love to hear from you. Oh four double three ninety eight eleven sixteen is our number. Thank you very much for joining us on the driver's seat app. And uh, we're already getting a couple in already. Hey, boys, flying solo without a guest tonight. Maddie, Frank wants to know how the data ice cream <laughs> headache is gone. Keep okay. your text so, messages coming in. <laughs> hey, Frankie boy. Um, what, what Frank from Fakatani or Greg from Upper Coomera is, uh, is mentioning there is that I, I, we love our audience, right, Stevie J? They do go to extraordinary lengths to get their points across. We're going to refer to a few of some, some messages we got during the week, during the show. Greg from Upper Coomera during the week did the full government finance department and went through all of the stats of this year, and in fact, all of the stats from basically Gen 2, maybe even Car of the Future, mm-hmm. and sent it to me. And I had a look at it, and to coin a Cromleyism, it did dead set give me an ice cream headache. I absolutely could not get all the way through it. At which point, I did send a message back to Greg and said, hey, get a life. <laughs> you need to get a life. <laughs> because 
That is absolutely crazy. And you're right, no guests tonight. And the reason being that we have hit midway through the season, often after Darwin. It seems to be um, that time of year, doesn't it? Yeah. They, well, they all go on holidays. Yeah. Um, they'll go on holidays or, you know, we spoke to a few people that were, that were keen to come on, but we had them recently. So we just thought that instead of, uh, instead of not getting someone highfalutin, that we would just sit around here, Stevie J, as you feed your face full of Oreo McFlurry, <laughs> uh, that we will waffle crap rubbish and bulltish for the next two hours and interact with our get with our uh, listeners or as Hutchie would call them Stevie J consumers mm-hmm. consumers consumers yeah I was listening to the sounding board today with Hutchie and Damo and it's consumers is the uh, the new term for those who listen right. to the show yeah <laughs> consumers <laughs> anyway that, well apparently so because look at our text messages well, it does seem something and we do thank you for uh, getting on board the text 0433 that is the number because yes, it is. It is a big hyped game of cricket that is going on, and I'm pretty sure if uh, whoever's on the in the commentary box at Lords is going, oh, I wonder well, what's Nick in Adelaide want. Uh, but uh, but no, do want easy. This one is from Nick in Adelaide. Oh four double three ninety eight eleven sixteen is our text. Nick in Adelaide here. I've got I've got the cricket muted on the TV and the speaker streaming your app. So thank you yes. for jumping on board, Nick. We hey, appreciate that. Is Nick a is Nick a first time, long time? I don't think we've had Nick from Adelaide, have we? We've had. But, uh, Nick, I'll say it every time, welcome to the family. Yeah, thank you. Hopefully this will be a regular part of your Wednesday evening to get amongst it. Here's another one too on the text uh, from number ending in 399. Also, add your names to the that's, text. That's too. Dwayne. Oh, of course. <laughs> yes. As it says, like in the first line of the text. Jeez, I'm doing, Dwayne. I'm doing fantastically, <laughs> aren't I here? Get your eyes off the cricket, son. <laughs> Who would have guessed a Sri Lankan man's got one eye on the on the screen, yeah, right. one eye on the uh, on the text? But, uh, but yeah, Dwayne from uh, Medney goes uh, Medney Madone. No, hang on. Pronounced Madawi. 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 Dwayne, Madawi. could you put a bit more uh, phonetics? So quick, Madawi. 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 It's not Madawi. Anyway. <laughs> it's Madawi. Okay. You too. North of Newcastle. Mm-hmm. Another. Another first time. Long time. Uh, Hello, Dwayne. He goes Welcome. and says, uh, say quick, Madawi. Is that too quick? <laughs> Madawi. Madawi. Uh, North and East in Port Stevens. Love the show. Anyhow, a cue for Stevie J always being late set up at his local Maccas. Or get him a... It's an AU Falcon! <laughs> That's what I said tonight in the drive-thru. Cheers. Really? <laughs> when they were asking about, oh, that car's pretty cool. Yeah, right. Speaking of which, you've rolled in a new set of wheels. Thank yeah, you. I have. Thanks Thank to uh, Lanham Ford. He's rolled in the brand new Ranger. Thank you, know you Stewie. Loving that it's black and that's going to send his OCD off the wheel, off the uh, off the charts oh, when he has to clean it. Wash it four times a week. <laughs> Man. When he said that he was sending it to you, he absolutely told me he was doing it on purpose. Yeah. That because it, it was going to send. It's a black car and it was going to send you mental. You'd think a good mate would go. Hey, mate. Yeah. New car, swap it over, yep. And he goes to me, hey, mate, got your black car. Sucked in. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God, thanks. There you go. I think, And I think Dwayne's followed up with that. Yes, you are correct. I'm a first-time, long-time. Normally listen to the pod 
Uh, actually, this could be Nick. I think this it's Nick. Because be, uh, Nick was 99. Uh, yes, you're correct. Hello, Nick. Uh, yes, you're correct. I am a first-time, long-time. Normally listen to the pod on the way to work, but the wife is out, so I get to choose the entertainment. Well done. I don't want to know about what sort of entertainment well, you're choosing we, when we the wife's out. We know who wears the pants in that family. I've got to tell you, Nick, if you're choosing us as your entertainment while the wife is out, you must be hard up for entertainment, bro, because there's about a million other things I'd be doing. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Nick's in Adelaide. Maybe if he's yeah. a, a first time, long time, and yep. and loves the show, maybe we should do something. Get him out to the Adelaide 500 at the end of the year with us. We're there sure. with TCM and get him part of the team. Yeah, well, you could do that. Yeah, I won't be because I'll be. You'll be a call on the yeah. weekend, yeah. but you yeah. could. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so there you um, go. Nick, let us know, Nick. Nick if you get can. in touch. Good to have as you on board. As long as you've Nick. got skills. What Nick, do they think? This is S E N S A. I do. <laughs> if you know your difference between your left hand and your right hand screwdriver, then you know. Let us know. Or if you know where to buy blinker fluid from, that'd yep. be great. Oh yeah, blinker fluids. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and the difference between between uh, snap oversteer under push. Uh, <laughs> or pit lane understeer. <laughs> or pit lane understeer. If you know about all that, Steve's your man. All right. Yep. Now we have got we have got some hardcore texts coming in at the moment because mm. these are some big big questions. So we thought we will open the the floor. Uh, so we'll start off with one from Mark in Merrigum, our great mate, mm. uh, who says, "I wish supercars were scrutinised in the media like AFL is in Victoria. It's a disgrace the way Joey Mawson's super license has been handled." Shane Howard was on the latest Parked Up Plus podcast. And he sure did make supercars seem like entitled schoolyard bullies. He said supercars is working with Motorsport Australia to investigate giving him the opportunity to race. What a load of BS when Motorsport Australia have already said he is good to go from their end. That's bullshit. (laughs) Really interesting, Mark. Uh... Because I did listen, as I've mentioned on the bef- before on the show, I listened to all of the podcasts. I listened to, <laughs> I did listen to <laughs> and uh, there seemed to be a raft of excuses from Shane Howard. The biggest one was that there was an administrative error at the FIA in Europe, <laughs> of course. and they are trying to work, <laughs> and they are trying to work through it that he is entitled to a gold license, which would have given him the ability to then have a super license. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it all seemed to be, we're, we're ready to go. We're working with the FIA and we're working with Motorsport Australia to make sure that this incredible talent is on our grid come the enduro time. Yeah, it, it does. <laughs> Righto. Is, is that the equivalent of the, uh, of the you know, oh, we say we were meant to put the stamp that says approved, but we forgot to. Send the Correct. paperwork back in again, would you? Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The dog ate my homework. Uh, anyway, that was that was this week. It's, it's exactly what Mark is referring to. But take all of the shenanigans away, Mark and Stevie J and Nimsy. The most important thing is is Joey looks like he's going to get a super license, and we're going to see him hopefully at uh, Premier. Yeah. Uh, here's another one too. Pete from Cranbourne again. Uh, question for Stevie J. Any updates on the potential sale of the TCM XD by chance? Has the world slow as has the world slowly getting back to normal improved the situation on keeping it? Oh, that's interesting. That's a great question. That's a yeah, deep cut no. question. Yeah. Well. No. Well, it's it's not sold. No. <laughs> it's still in the possession of the Johnsons. It's actually actually believe it or not, I actually took it. Today from hibernation, Ooh. out of hibernation onto the car trailer and uh, took it up to DJR so it can be on display in their showroom. Nice one. Yeah. On so, an open car trailer. Yeah. Boy, that would have been a few 
people looking at oh, that. They, they didn't see which way I went, mate. I was towing it with the Lanham's Ranger. Blazing <laughs> oh, up the street. Right. Yeah. <laughs> didn't see which way I went. I had a black car. They didn't know what was going on. And uh, I'll tell you what, if anyone else would like to uh, get a lovely brand new black Ranger like that one, get in touch with Siri yes. Lanham. He'll be able to. Uh, he'll be able he'll to sort you out. He'll sort you. Or if you want to buy a good white one that was in the Johnson position, you can yes. buy that one too. <laughs> yes, previous model wild track, well looked after. Uh, one more off our text oh four double three ninety eight eleven sixteen is the number if you would like to get in touch. Steve, with all this Gen three parody talk, it got my thinking about the original AU Falcon front splitter that seemed to snap off the moment a driver went off the track. In <laughs> fact, I've got a signed piece of Steve's front splitter from the two thousand Winton round. From wow. memory, he and the rat damaged about four splitters between them between practice and quality that weekend. Keen to hear memories of that god-awful design and how much the Falcons' aero improved when the <laughs> Commodore-shaped splitter was fitted late in the season. That's from Jamie in Ballina. Jamie, yes, yes it we're was... going to get to your answer, Yeah, but welcome. You are also a first-time, long-time. Either there are lots of people listening, Mimsy, that hate cricket, or we're just you know, <laughs> we're all coming out of the woodwork. But Steve, answer the question. Was the AU that bad? The AU wasn't awesome initially. <laughs> Not awesome. It wasn't awesome initially. Um, it did feel like a Kubota front-end loader for a while there until <laughs> until we we got that fixed up. But, yeah, it was it was as soon as literally, as soon as you went off the track, um, the shape of that spoiler would literally dig in like a shovel into the ground. Yeah. And yeah. it was it didn't matter how strong you made them, it was just going to snap. So... Um, and, I, and I think by memory on that weekend, it was just an atrocious weekend for rain and it was wet. And so there was cars spearing off left, right and centre. So, yeah, I think we might have done a couple of couple of front ends uh, that day. But, yeah, right. um, but, yeah, obviously they changed that and changed the sort of design of the, um, the under tray, which sort of then curved it up. So if it did hit the ground, it would actually skim across it like a like – a, I guess the front end of a boat up in the air, you know what I mean? So it wouldn't actually dig in. Um, and it made it much better. Obviously made the aero better too. And they changed the design totally for 2001. Because so. it was a very understeery car from memory, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. And a lot of it was down to the fact of the shape of that front splitter, front bumper bar section. It had that, that shark fin in the middle mm-hmm. of the grill, mm-hmm. if you That's remember. Right. Yeah, yep. Um, and, yeah, so once they changed all that, it obviously helped and amongst the, amongst other stuff as well. But, yeah. Um, Rat, actually, Rat was really good at He used to remodel them every weekend. So, <laughs> and he used to remodel the, the, obviously, the front headlights, the bonnet, the front guards. Actually, we should get him on one day. Yeah. Yep, we should get him on. on. He's, he's back living in New Zealand. In New yep. Zealand, yeah. yeah. So we should, uh, we should get the Rat on one day, I reckon. That should yeah, be. Uh, one hour, wouldn't he? Oh, oh yeah, 10 p.m. actually. Yeah, yeah, a couple of hours. Quarter past 10. I don't know. Would Cup. he be on his 15th sherbet for the night? No, no he's only a little fella. Yeah, maybe if we, if we promise him that no uh, no pantsless men running from uh, from Queensland Raceway will uh, come his way. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if he's pantsless. I think he had a top on. He oh, had a top off. Yeah, he, he was had waving a plumber's at... crack hanging out. He, he had a oh, hell a of a plumber's, plumber's crack. crack. Yeah, right. yeah. Okay. Yeah, you could park your bike there. <laughs> now we've got a lot on the agenda, and we would like you to add to it as well. Oh four double three ninety eight eleven sixteen is the number. We are going to talk the P word parody because um, there's been a test that is. Well, it was meant to be a rookie test, wasn't it? But it turned out to be a bit mm. more than that. Uh, mm. That happened at Winton yesterday. We're, we'll talk the silly season. There's a lot going on there. And we'll talk about, which is something that uh, Andrew Van Leeuwen went and covered uh, with uh, Stefan Bartholomew on the Castrol Motorsport podcast. It pricked my ears a bit because 
they want to reduce the size of the grid. Yeah, and uh, and I know you, Matthew. You've got you've got some certain sources that no doubt will be on the phone, quick, smart, if you start spitting some truths about it. So yes. we will touch on that and a whole bunch more. But we would love to have your company text in oh four double three ninety eight eleven sixteen is the number if you want to get on board. Welcome to the <laughs> Wankfest. Certainly can. You're joining us right around the country here on the driver's seat. We do it thanks to Kubota for over forty years. We've been making tomorrow matter, shaping and building Australia. And New Zealand. This is the driver's seat for Kubota. Together, we are shaping and building Australia and New Zealand. Loving your feedback on the text. 0433981116 is the number if you would like to get in touch with us throughout the evening. Right around Australia here on the driver's seat. This one's from GL. Am I Graham? Is that Graham? Graham Lagerloh. Hey, yep. hello, Graham. Good to have you on board. Uh, evening, gents. Hope all is well. I've been thinking about the mention of the Camaro having the second gear change delay after learning how it delays the revs. Is this not actually working like traction control? So have supercars actually broken a rule by doing this? Well, can you answer that? Sorry, I was just getting a text message about something to do with <laughs> motorsport and I really didn't hear the question. <laughs> <laughs> Good to see you on the well, ball, Matthew. no, it's because we're going to talk about it. So it's one of the sources talk that you... Talk about what? You don't know. We'll, no, we'll, we'll talk about it soon. <laughs> um, <laughs> Sorry. But, well, I did uh, bring this up a couple of weeks ago. I think it was an IMSI about, you know, the, the delay in, in the shift and how that... Um, assists with the traction and um, I guess the non-spike of, of a really quick shift to cause wheel spin and that sort of stuff. So, which then um, helps the tire life of the Camaro amongst other stuff and aero and all that sort of stuff. So yeah, I mean, for them trying to do the right thing to, to bring it back, bring the parity back uh, closer together, that's actually probably backfired and made it worse the right. other way. Right. Um, do we know, do we know, that's oh, just we, we'll, that's just my opinion too, everybody, because I haven't got, you know, I'm only going off some stuff of what I hear from from yeah. drivers, obviously, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and and also, you know, there's no hard core like hard info fast in my data sheet in there front too. Of me, yeah. You know yeah, yeah. what I mean? Yeah. So that's just what I'm hearing. It could be well different, but that's that's the what what was going around, and especially after Simmons planes, because. I have actually read our run sheet tonight, so I know it's due to be spoken about in about three segments' time. <laughs> but uh, there, after what we spoke we about, about well, after last week when we spoke about changes being made for for Townsville coming up, yep. big meeting on Monday, all that sort of stuff. We're going to talk about that a little bit later. Well, on. you know, let, actually, no, let's, nothing to do with let's, gear shift cuts. Let's bring it up now because. Uh, because Graham obviously uh, texted in on 0433981116. But uh, so this is according to Fast Deli. Yesterday, uh, so Tuesday, Tickford mm-hmm. Racing had a rookie test day, and, mm-hmm. and, but it was actually used by supercars for more Gen 3 parity work. Now, they were meant to have Declan Fraser and Thomas Randall, who still does get a rookie day, despite the fact of him being a, a, a second season driver. Um, mm-hmm. Allegedly, only, only the tradie Mustang has hit the track with Cameron Waters behind the wheel. Now, Waters is apparently allowed 10 laps on a rookie day per rule D135, in case anyone wants to get on the old uh, uh, text line and let us know. But it <laughs> is thought... to get on the old D. Yeah. 
<laughs> Can one, you tell we're one, simply three, on the pod tonight? <laughs> <laughs> um, but, um, but multiple sources have said that Tickford and Waters are in fact doing this aero work on supercars' behalf. Both engine mm-hmm. guru Craig Hasted and... Hasted. 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 My apologies. Uh, and, uh, My Ad- apologies. And Adrian Burgess were present at Winton on Tuesday, and the Tickford garage was apparently shut between runs. So um, there's been mm. some extensive meetings between the homologation teams and supercars over the ongoing Gen 3 parody eruptions. And a parody review was announced last week. It was almost like in the afternoon, like literally yeah. about two hours before we came on air, they, yeah. they sort of put out a statement. And... Uh, it's likely there will be some sort of tweak before the Townsville 500, which is not this weekend, but the uh, the coming week. So, well, and that's what Steve and I were talking about last week. Is that that really Stevie J? It needed to be applied now. It needed to be applied for next week because a lot of the teams to get to far north Queensland, um, they're going to have to leave uh, early next week, very early next week. Mm. So they have to have time to be able to, if there's an aero change or whatever, and they have to build bodywork or have to fabricate or do whatever, like the, the boys and girls of the teams are going to be seriously up against it. Um, I'm not smart enough nor knowledgeable enough to understand what they could be doing. The last thing they want to do, Stevie J, is go into Townsville and have nine Camaros in the top ten. Mm. What can they do? Yeah. Oh. Who knows? I mean, it's, it's effective know, long term as well and yeah, consistent absolutely. long term. Absolutely. And, and, it, and it needs to happen now because it's just the year's gone, you know? Yeah. The year's gone for. As of Townsville, we're halfway. We're halfway, any, yeah. Any of the Mustang teams, you know, to be honest, they haven't got a. Snowball's open show in hell. hell mm. Of winning the championship. Even, mm. probably even being in the top three. You're probably not even going to see a Mustang in the top three. I'd love to see it. Without them but, pulling back the Camaro or correct. giving the Mustang such an advantage now that it catches up. Yeah. Which you don't, as we've always said, Steve J, you don't want to go the other way. No. You, the worst thing we could have next week is nine Mustangs in the top ten. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. So, you know, I don't know. I mean, whatever they do, it has to be, you know, I mean, it's hard to say it's got to be calculated. It's got to do it the right way. It's got to, but they've had so much time to get it right. Mm. Um, I believe, and I'm, you know, confident in saying that I think at some stage before the end of the year, most likely late, late, late this year, mainly for 2024, that we're going to see supercars send two cars to the States and do a proper wind tunnel test. I think we have to, don't we? Absolutely. We've been saying this from the start, man. Yeah, why not? Yeah, well, uh, I yeah, think we've been we've saying been... this literally before they even rolled out the um, before they even rolled out the prototypes at Bathurst last year. Yep. We were just yeah. saying, just do it right, do it once, do it right. Yeah, and it and it hasn't happened. And I think now the the court of public opinion, Stevie J, like the reality about motorsport fans, uh, uh, boys, is that we're not as just general fans. You're not educated in the nitty gritty. You know that's to be under that's to be understood, and you're not expected to be educated about the nitty gritty mm-hmm. where they are educated about is the ways to be able to do this test the easiest way the most transparent way stick it on a rolling road stick it on a, a four poster shaker rig to get the shocks and all that kind of stuff and then you're whacker in a wind tunnel mm-hmm. they're educated enough to know that sort of stuff and that has been a constant and consistent call from the fans all the feedback that i'm reading is get them in a wind tunnel yeah now that is an expensive gig. Like, 
You couldn't put him in. You couldn't put. I know Roger Penske's got his own wind tunnel. Um, you couldn't put him in that because then everyone will cry foul that it's being. Oh, it's, it's being. It's got. Oh, it's you know all the all the. He's doing um, this. Tinfoil yeah. hats will yeah. say that it's not right. And so you got to find an independent di- uh, an independent air, an independent wind tunnel to do that sort of stuff. So it's going to be massively expensive. But Steve, I don't know if they can afford not to do it. Well, you talk about expense. What do you reckon that they've wasted already? with all the things that haven't worked and the way that it's gone and the delay of the new car and the expense of the new car, the money's been wasted already. Yep. You know, I mean, I went, I, as I said earlier, I went into DJR today and the, um, the amount of body like that they've, so you've got to remember the, the front bar is composite. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The front, uh, the sills are composite. The rear bar is a three-piece rear bar plastic. So I went in there today and I saw KC, who's, who's been a DJR employee for oh, probably 40 years, you know, like he's been there for ages, just yep. a legend of a bloke, been there from the start. Um, and I was talking to him and said, is this stuff, you know, like he was sanding the, the panels down and the rear bumper. I said, are these actually easier to do? He goes, no, these are terrible. He says... They're, because they're plastic, they thought, oh, yeah, easy and cheap, break one, flick yep. it, get yep. a new one, all that. Um, first of all, they can't get them. Second of all, if they can get them, they've got to get a massive box of them shipped up from Melbourne. Mm-hmm. Yep. So can you imagine the cost of that? Rather than just having your composite one that you can just repair in-house. Um, thirdly, uh, one little bump and they crack right through. So, I mean, there's just little things like that that you think. I mean, they've done a great job with the front splitter. Right. Uh, he was, and I don't like you know being negative, negative all the time. But on the front splitter, um, the old cars used to wear the front splitter out a lot, like the the actual under tray, where mm-hmm. be touching the ground. They'd go through four bars a weekend sometimes, you know, yeah, just right. because wow. of, not because of the damage outside, but because of the damage underneath. Mm. This new bar has got a removable under tray. It's got skid blocks on it. They leave the same bar on the whole weekend now. You know what I mean? So there's right. there's positives and negatives here. Um, I just think sometimes you think about the negative, uh, the things that haven't worked, and you sort of look at it and go, "How did you come up with that idea?" You mm. know what I mean? Like mm. Mm. for the, how smart some of the people are around within uh, supercars, you know? Mm. It, how could you just, get it so like, wrong for, yeah, for, for that you know, many people? Yeah, you know. But like, and I've said it, I've said it openly that um, you know the the smartest people are in the teams. Absolutely, you know, and and. I'll say, I'll, you know, I'll back that up at the racetrack with anyone asking me because it's true. The smartest people are in the teams. It's like Formula One. The smartest people are in the teams because the governing bodies or, uh, you know, they don't, the, the pay, let's, let's just talk about it. The pay is not good enough for them to go, we want the smartest bloke, get him in here, sure. pay him whatever he sure. needs, sure. whether it be Ludo, whether it be whoever it is. Yeah. They, don't, they won't pay the money, the money so they don't go there. But it's like it's interesting. We mentioned off the top of the show here about the ice cream headache that Greg from Apakumara gave me with all of his details. He's clearly gone into the file that he sent me and he's looked up and he's scrolled through and he's calculated and done all that sort of stuff. The thing that needs to change, whatever it may be, you've heard me say it before, don't tell me how the watch works, just tell me the time. Yep. And... Uh, Greg's put this perfectly. Things need to change ASAP because Camaros have won 81% of the races this year. And if Triple Eight weren't disqualified in Newcastle, 
it's 100%, nearly halfway through the year. He sums, so, it, he sums it up in a line. The season's gone me, and dead. Don't tell me how the parody – don't tell me about parody. Just fix it. Yeah. Don't, tell me the, don't tell me how the watch works. Just tell me the time. Mm. So we, let's hope that uh, in two weeks' time, Nimsy, we're going to see five Camaros and five Mustangs in the top ten interdispersed between all different positions in the top ten. It was actually That's what we need. it was actually pretty interesting too because uh, Andrew Van Leeuwen went and mentioned you know how there's there's this um this parody trigger that that uh, was the big talking point coming out of Darwin, mm-hmm. even if Cameron Waters won race one and the weekend panned out the way it would, that trigger would still be activated. Absolutely, oh, absolutely, yeah, yeah, absolutely. I, and so yeah. it's just, it's just funny that you know you had you know the week after Darwin. Mm. RD on in his column going, oh, you Jesus! If, if all it took was just one car, you know, catching fire for all this yeah, stuff, yeah, like, it took yeah, a bit yeah, more yeah. than that, mate. Would have, would have changed it all. <laughs> no, and I think the thing that, that probably frustrates everybody is that understand that there might be a policy in place that something has to be triggered and this, that, and the other thing. But it was clear well before this trigger point that there was a difference in the makes. Mm. And um, uh, I think we've even heard people say it's, they've been asleep at the wheel. It's caused such controversy now and such disillusionment with our fans. It was almost irresponsible to wait until the third race in Darwin, which is my point of view. If I remember, weren't people saying that at the AGP? Like that's how oh, that's how far that was it was the second round, I think, wasn't yeah. it? AGP. Yes. Yeah, I, they were. That's that was probably premature. But once once we'd seen it on a bit more a street circuit, yeah. a nice long loaded, flat, smooth circuit like Albert Park, and once we saw it at Perth, should have been big changes. Yeah. Yep. Or Tassie or something like that. Uh, well, we have got plenty more to get through here on the driver's seat. There's been a lot of silly season talk, so we will touch on that. And a certain monster energy Mustang. Seems to be the linchpin when it comes to that. But all that and more coming on the driver's seat. Get your voice heard. 0433 98 1116 is our number. If you'd like to get in touch, we do it thanks to Kubota. Together, we are shaping and building Australia and New Zealand. This is the driver's seat for Kubota. Together, we are shaping and building Australia and New Zealand. As I just hear the chuckles of Matt McKeldin, I can see that he probably read the same message that I did. <laughs> can we read it? Yeah. Of course we can. It. Of course we can. And remember, you can get in touch with us around the clock here on the driver's seat by our socials at Driver's Seat Show. Or you can do it every Wednesday night by jumping on the temper text. 0433 98 is our number. And this one is from Shane in, uh, in Canberra. Uh, do you want to read that one out, Stevie? <laughs> it says, hi, lads. Had root canal surgery last week and said to the dentist, I don't need anaesthetic. Just put on Parked Up Plus and I'll be out cold. <laughs> Shane. <laughs> oh, Shane. Hey, Shane. Try the veal. He's here all week, folks. <laughs> well done, look, Shane. And look, Shane, I, certainly, look, I, I listen to it because I listen to everything. And... As I said to you last week, you just got to remember that whilst there's the audiences, the audiences, us, <laughs> you know, we're three goons just talking about motorsport. That's a very serious show, very serious show. So you're not going to get the sound effects and all of that kind of stuff. So he's the seven thirty report. Where the he is the seven thirty <laughs> report. He's media watch TV. Like he's he's quite your serious character, is old folks. But hey, fair play to him. He's had Shane Howard on the show. 
on his show about four or five times. So he's obviously got a relationship there with Shane. And to be fair, he goes to every single race too, Steve. You and I don't. Um, you know, if I was to walk up to Shane right now after he'd stopped slapping me, I'd probably be able to get a microphone under his gob. But um, yeah, he, so he, they do get some they do get some good stuff on there. So I like listening to Parked Up Plus. And as it's I said- all playful banter, that's all. The real okay. thing for me, because I get all the facts and all that stuff, the gags for me are at the end when they invite someone on to do a world motorsport rap. And they just butcher and destroy every single European name, name or any of that sort of stuff. And I cringe listening to it, but I laugh at the same <laughs> time. Anyway, anyway. Um, a couple of things that we want to mention before we get into our silly season chat. Um, mm-hmm. You brought this up uh, during the ad break, Maddie, uh, but we did want to pass our commiserations uh, and our sympathies to the Yildon family because yes. uh, Kent... Uh, who is the father of Loki, Bathurst winner in 2017, uh, passed yep. away after a long battle with dementia. Mm, yeah, he did. And and uh, Kent was from... from Sunday, I, Sunday night. Sunday night. I only met him a couple of times, so I didn't have a relationship with him over the years. But from what I'm hearing from everyone, he was just a gem of a bloke. And if you've ever met Luke, it's no surprise because yep. Lukey's a gem of a bloke too. So... Um, the bear. The, Kent, bear. the bear. That's right. We were known for him with the... With the Big beard. The big beard. And, <laughs> well, not big. It wasn't big, massive, but it was, mm. you know. Healthy. He, had all, he had, just had a decent Serious beard. production racer, too. Oh, like, unbelievable. Like, he was, he was, if there is a doyen of production racing yep. in this country, um, it was definitely uh, Kent Yulden. So, yeah, look, we um, commiserations to him. It's never good to lose a, a dad, a father-in-law, and a grandpa. So, um, but, you know, and speaking of dementia, I mean, I'm sure... Most folks, if you watch Channel 9 News during mm. the week, um, you know, we've all known behind the scenes of the fight of Alan Moffat yep. with dementia. Um, just seeing him and his almost inability to communicate, Stevie J, that was a bit of a shock to the system. I know that I got a bunch of text messages mm. and, and uh, personal messages saying, oh, my goodness, I knew, never knew about Alan. Look, it's been going on a long time. Um, he's in a great place. He's being well supported. Yep. And, you know, it's just one of those things that comes to a number of people in their lives and it doesn't make it any more or less sad or any more or less important that it's a motorsport identity. It's a very important issue uh, going around the world. And, um, yeah, we send our thoughts to the Moffat family and um, hopefully Alan will be with us for a while longer. But I don't know. He didn't look real good. So. And and if you haven't seen it, uh, we'll we'll pop, we'll pop it up because uh, Tony Jones did a fantastic job on uh, Channel Nine. He did a good job. Yeah, and, he uh, did. He did a really nice, respectful job. And it's it's on it's on the Channel Nine's Facebook site and all that kind of stuff. So. Yeah. So we might give it a share on our socials as well. But uh, yep. yeah. So our, our thoughts definitely go out to um, Alan Moffat. And it's also quite. I do like the fact that he's using his profile because there's probably a lot of Australians mm. and people around the world that do suffer from dementia that don't get that spotlight put on them about how they're suffering and he's using his name to sort of bring it to light and no no this is what i'm going through and this is what a lot of people go through so we've got to come oh, i just loved that. his room mm. did you see his room it had oh, all it, all the posters how's the and all room? of the yeah. memorabilia and it, it looked like a full fan room to remember of <laughs> you know i guess visual cues and reminders of mm. of what he's achieved in our sport and um yeah fabulous so thoughts are with you al and of course with the yielden family in a very difficult time very much so. Um, get your text coming through. 0433981116 is our number. Before we get into our silly season chat, we'll ask, answer this one from uh, Mark in Merrigum. Uh, why doesn't Trans Am slash TO2 do standing starts? And if the start of any race is the most exciting part, then should Winton move it back to the old start line in front of the fans? 
Jeez, imagine how much damage you could do, Matty, with a standing start, let alone a rolling start. <laughs> Here's the ball for Matt McKeldin. I don't think I've ever had. I don't think I've ever had an accident off the start line. Mm. Uh, the only thing here's one here's one behind me. I may have mentioned this on the show about five years ago. I was competing in the mini challenge years ago. We'll get to the answer of your question in a minute, Mark. Uh, I was competing at Queensland Raceway in the mini challenge. I think I was about fifth or sixth on the grid, and I, I rolled over. No, I rolled over my grid box, and so the grid attendant came back and said, "Oi, got to get back, select back that reverse up. and head on back there." Of course, I selected reverse and, and I headed on it. back and I left oh, it reverse. No. <laughs> Oh dear. So the light, so we're up on the rev and the light goes off, and of course my head almost correct, almost went through the windscreen. That's a full Mr. Bean moment, that is. That's a full Mr. Bean moment. And I will have it known. You can change your name on your car to Atkinson, please, sir. <laughs> and I will have it known that I do not know any other race driver on the planet that would admit on national radio mm. to that stupid error but it was <laughs> i look back on it now it was very funny it was in fact the weekend remember the mini challenge car went, went over, the, over fence. the fence yeah kane magro went over the fence uh so it was that weekend anyway oh, and funny. i was bummed because uh, uh, i was in sixth i think anyway mark anyway yeah. mark we digress yes. <laughs> so we don't do we don't do standing starts first and foremost um mark because it puts way too much stress on drive line and axles and Gearboxes and that sort of stuff, and being and, a, and, and yeah, sorry, and, well, just being a category where costs are, are mindful. There, there, mm. um, we don't want someone on the front row to snap an axle, go nowhere, and then have twenty five people pile into the back of them. Yeah, so remember too, these cars or those cars are designed in the states, where in the states it's pretty much rolling start everything. everything. Yes, right. Yep. So, yep. Um, so that they aren't designed, and and the drivetrain isn't beefy like a supercar or whatever it might be. Mm. Um, hence the reason why they do rolling starts, Mark. So, yeah, so it's that. They're not really designed for it, and it is it is very, very hard on the drivetrain, and they will break stuff regularly if they do. Mm. Uh, clutches aren't designed for it and those things. They're, 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 they're weak enough as it is. You know, you've got to replace them quite often just mm. to make sure that you're reliable. But but also the start line, mate, up in the between turn two and three there, I, I get what you mean, but... I don't think it's actually long enough to cater for no, would, the field of, of cars mm. back to turn two, which, which you, you know, get a grid of 25, 26 cars. They're starting around the corner, around the which corners. is not ideal. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, but you know, being the, the main place where, you know, like where you were standing with, with your broom the other day, <laughs> um, at least you get to see them rocketing into turn one cars going everywhere. It's always the, the one that's, um, uh, bringing the most action. Um, so yeah. that, that's, you know, like so if, I, if I think back to Touring Car Masters a couple of years ago, Jason yeah. Gomesall right in front of the crowd there, starting the reverse grid race off pole, went through cold tyres on a super cold winter morning, had a lose. That's where Johnny Bow went in and hurt himself as well. So mm. that... I missed it. You missed it. Yep. Were you in that one? Yep. You were in the <laughs> yep. XY then? No, nah, I was in the uh, in the Mustang. Were you really? Mustang uh, Sally. There you go. I missed it. There you go. Uh so I, I reckon even though the start line is back up, um, you still get a fair amount of action off turn two. Yeah. In fact, we saw a TA2 car in the first round this year come off the exit of uh, turn two and go straight into that tyre bundle and push the thing back to the windscreen, Brad Gartner. Yeah, he did mm. the similar thing to the rear, the next he one. <laughs> <laughs> He's had both ends of the car. <laughs> um, th- thank you very much for your texts. Uh, we'll keep them coming through, 0433981116. Uh, quickly, let's chat about the 2024 silly season because there was a lot of chatter around the paddock in after Hidden Valley and the rumour mill has sort of 
really amped up. Keys. Yeah. <laughs> it certainly has. And keys, first, we're going to crank it up. Let's, let's actually first off just go through the, the names that aren't going anywhere. So Erebus, Dick Johnson Racing, and Triple Eight have all declared that their drivers are off the market for 2024. But uh, for TH, we just put a little asterisk near that one. Which one? Uh, for for Triple Eight. Uh, for your for a no. locked in lineup? No, no, no. Um, uh, during the week, SVG has categorically confirmed that he will be at Triple Eight in 2024. Okay. Uh, big question mark, bold, underlined, italics. For 2025, but yes. definitely 24. So you can put Feeney and SVG against uh, 888 for 24. Right. Uh, other drivers that are locked in for next year, uh, Chaz Mostert at Walkinshaw Andretti United, Matt Paynes at Grove Racing, uh, Frosty at Team 18, and Andre Heimgardner at Brad Jones Racing. And you can kind of see from those names that are sort of, you know, locked into their contracts at the moment uh, and have a home for next year, that you can see that they're clearly the spearheads of their team. Although with Matty Payne, that's... You'd say that was a long-term investment, wouldn't you? Oh, dear, oh, dear, oh, dear. Matty Payne. Uh, no. No. And I'm hearing, uh, what's the date today? It is the 28th of, Ju- it is uh, of 28th June. 28th of June at 8.48 p.m. Mm-hmm. Um, I will go so far as to say that I don't think Matt, Pain will be in the category in the next two years. Ooh, that's a. If what I'm hearing is Maddie wants out. Really? Okay. Like, and if Maddie could go now, he would. Now, I, look, I, I could be completely wrong. Um, I'll do the the normal quote unquote air commas allegedly thing and yeah. say allegedly. <laughs> quote, okay. But uh, yeah, uh, uh, safety disclaimer. <laughs> safety disclaimer. <laughs> 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 the save my backside disclaimer. Uh, yes, I, I and, until I'm proven wrong, I'm hearing that uh, lots of discussions about at a very minimum leaving that particular establishment. But uh, I think there's a desire to go overseas and do sports cars, mm. which I actually had heard that even before he started at Grove that yep. he really wanted to be doing sports cars in the US, but that that. You know, they were signed in and so they'd gone. So, yes, I don't know. I think Reynolds is out of contract and I think Matt Payne is looking to get out in time. Could so be we'll interesting. Uh, mm. a, name, a name that does keep floating around when we talk about the silly season is Cameron Waters. Now, Tickford Racing, specifically um, Tim Edwards came out when they said that uh, he very emphatically said that, no, Cam is staying. If you think that he's going anywhere. It's total bullshit. It's bullshit. All right, can't add much more to that. Thank you, Larko. Uh, but Cam himself has sort of said, well, it's not quite BS there. So mm. that's that's really been the big question mark and wild card of uh, what might happen next year because he is off contract at the end of this year. Oh, and it's hard, right, because I think for all – I think there, there's so much softening Stevie J about SVG at Triple Eight in, oh, I don't know about 25, don't know about 25, don't know about 25, that – I think they're planning to see that he's not going to be there yep. in 2025. Um, could be wrong, but that just seems human human nature to me is usually if you've just got a view, you start planting the seed now so that when he goes, no, nah, I'm not coming back in 2025. So that puts Cam in a difficult position because does he sign with or do – if the situation is that Cam is available mm-hmm. as of the end of this year – 
even though Tim is disputing that. If he's disputing that and Cam stays at Tickford for 24, beautiful. Right, yep. Because then he might just be able to roll into the 25 car of, of uh, into the SVG car in 25, Stevie J. But if he is off contract, uh, he can't go to Triple Eight right now. His options are WAU. With Chaz. With Chaz. And the Chaz could show. He just, could he, and the Chaz show. <laughs> could he just sign a one-year deal at Tickford with them knowing, really, he's going to go more than likely to Triple Eight in 25? I don't know. Would they do that? You know, I don't think they do it. Would. Why would they? No. No, I don't think they do it either. So he, his best for me, for mine, if I'm his manager, I'm saying, look, I understand, but if we can get Triple Eight to confirm a 2025 deal, one more year at Tickford, see you later. Because I don't think you want to go to WAU. Yeah, but I don't I don't think Tickford would do a one-year deal. No, as, in, as in finish off. The, if, if Tim is saying that he is locked in for next year, mm-hmm. just do it. Yeah. Just do it and then fire into the into the car in 25. Because I don't think you want to go to WAU. Would you want to be Chaz's teammate? I don't think I would. No. I, I like Chaz as a bloke, but no, I wouldn't like to be his teammate. I love him as a, as a mate. Well, I'm yeah, just he, saying he's so dominant within that team. He's mm. got such a relationship. I mean, he's the Michael Schumacher of Ferrari. Yeah. Mm. You're, you're, anyone that you'd want to go there. Anyone that goes to WAU is going to be Robin to his Batman. Yeah, right. absolutely. Like I am with Steve Johnson. <laughs> yes, yes. But <laughs> but that's there's a true story on that on the sideline. I was going through security with Dr. Ryan's story in Tasmania, I think after the Tasmanian round. And he, <laughs> he I said, uh, hey, mate, any uh, any tips on working with the Johnsons? So this was about eight years ago. Yep. Any, any, uh, any tips on working with the Johnsons? And he goes, Matt. Just got to understand that whenever you work with a Johnson, you will always be Robin to their Batman. <laughs> <laughs> and I have lived life accordingly ever since. <laughs> uh, probably not pretty solid advice there from the yeah, doctor. Absolutely, yeah, it's great um, advice. But but, to, but going back to the silly season, so let's take Cam completely off the out of the equation here. You've got a bunch of drivers that are going to be looking for new homes. I mean, Scotty Pye doesn't have a deal for next year. Also, got a car with uh, with a rotating sponsorship. That's uh, going through it. You've also got Nick Percat, who, and I know this is going to sound going to sound pretty harsh, but he's sort of not driven to the the standards that we know that Nick can go. That's pretty diplomatic of saying. Would you say? Oh no, I, I, no <laughs> very no. But let's be real. Oh, here we go. Come on, Matt. Let, no, let's be real. Nick hasn't forgotten how to drive a race car. No, I just don't think he has gelling with that team. Pi didn't gel with it. He's not gelling with it. Is it the is it the is it the scourge of the second seat at WA like like we see at Red Bull in Ferrari and <laughs> Ferrari? I don't know, but um, Nick Nick's not forgotten how to drive. You put Nick, um, I suppose, in a front running car, and Nick's going to win races. Mm. But um, he's just for whatever reason, he's just not gelling. It's just not gelling. He's not getting the results. That doesn't mean Nick's a bad bloke, and that doesn't mean that Nick's can't drive. I just don't think it's working within that team. Mm. And there's also been a lot of talk about young Ryan Wood, who's part of WAU's Super 2 outfit. Now, he's under the tutelage of uh, of Luffy here, and you could tell that WAU making Luffy mentor their young drivers probably has to be the masterstroke of that uh, organisation, don't you reckon? Well, Luffy's, you know, he's he's a super bloke. He's a super talent. He's always been fast in everything that he's done. Um, and... Yeah, you know, I mean, he he is a, a phenomenal teacher. Like, he is a phenomenal coach. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, we always say that, um, you know, 
just because you're a good player, it doesn't mean that you're going to be a good coach, mm. you know, in regard to often. football. Often. There are a million you know? examples of that. Gamble, especially, yeah. especially, without, especially without peptides. But anyway, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry to all of our Essendon fans out there who might be tuning in. <laughs> but, but you know what I mean? Like, and that's true. Like, there's, there's not often that you see people that are professionals that could actually then turn. And we've seen it in rugby league a lot, you know, where, where players, you know, Guys like Billy Slater surprised me. You know how yeah. good he has been with the Origin team. You know? Brilliant, but but a pretty solid team to come walk into as well too. But you still got to make the right decisions. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, is Brad Fittler? You know, has he been given the raw end of the deal? You know, he's really struggled with with obviously that New South Wales side. But and I'm no expert in any football. Let me tell you, but it's just what you see from the outside, um, and you see it a little bit. Um, you know. Who was it, Matty, this week? Gold Coast Titans coach, boom, out. Gone. Yeah. Gone. You Massive know, gone. Like, out of the blue. Out of the blue. Out of no walk into the we, gallows with jobs like that. that. Yeah, yeah, we've seen that happen, Nimsy, with uh, AFL teams as well. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so you just you just never know, you know, in that regard. And that's why, you know, Nick has, has for me, you know, he, he obviously left BJR where he was clearly the team leader. He Absolutely. had the confidence. Yep. He probably – now feels like he's not the team leader, so he's not being himself there. I don't know. You mm, know what I mean? Mm. He clearly gets on well with Chaz, but who gives a shit Yeah. at the end of the yeah. day? You're not yeah, there to yeah. be mates. You're there to yeah. freaking win races, and Absolutely. you're there to beat the, that dude next to you. Absolutely. First and foremost, before you beat anybody else in the field, you've got to beat that other dude next to you that's in yeah. the same car as you. And Which, like if Cam then decides to go to WAU, that could be – you've got to be really strategic about how you make what you do, mm-hmm. particularly at this juncture for both of them. Mm. Um uh, we know that they're usually welded together somewhere around the track, banging into each other. And it'd be a marketer's dream, and it'd be G Rouse to have them in the same team. And I think it would make Cam look absolutely, again, out, even more outstanding than he already is if he goes in there and wumps Chaz. I just think that it's a 50 50 chance, isn't it? Mm. He goes in there, Chaz has been there, he's got the culture, he's got the team behind him. Why would you go in there when you've already got. Tickford, who are it's clearly Cam's team. Yeah, you're right. Of course it is. They, he's he's the leader there. He's the guy. Mm. I know, you know, I don't know what's going to happen with Courtney. I know that they're, you know, they're they're just gagging for money mm. at the moment. Uh, Tickford, they want just more money. Um, there's every chance that Courtney could be gone as well. Um, so I, I just don't know if I'm advising Cam. I'm not entirely sure. And you have conversations. You put a bit of pressure around the place. You make it known you've had some conversations. But I can't imagine it being a serious – I wouldn't want it to be a serious discussion. No. I wouldn't want Cam, for his career, to go to WAU. I just wouldn't. Yeah. Two reasons. One, Chaz. Second reason, they're not fast enough. Yeah. 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 But it's like going – it's like anybody else apart from Brock, who – young guy coming in for a massive opportunity to drive next to SVG. No expectation on him as such. Doing totally. great. Yeah, no, doing great. Not that expected be, to win. But instead of Brock going in there, it would be like, you know, a Chaz, you know, having the opportunity to go to T8 to be next to SVG or yeah. a Cam or whatever. You know, clearly Shane's the leader of that team. So it would be, no so. be no different doing that. And then, of course, in amongst all of this is not unlike SVG, who we're going to get to in a minute, who's having his first start in, in NASCAR. Uh, NASCAR. NASCAR this weekend. Cam wants to do the same. Yeah. Mm. Cam wants to go overseas and do NASCAR, as does Brody. So, I, yeah, there are a lot of people looking north at the moment to another category. That's a big worry for supercars because we're talking three superstars of our sport. Yeah. Cam Waters, SVG, Cam, uh, and uh, and Brody Kostecki. The people that, that do bring 
the fans to signing sessions oh, yeah. that do That's... have the posters that do have yeah. you know their with, numbers on their backs. So, with respect, if you if you if you lose a Jack Smith or a Macaulay Jones or a, or a, you know back in the day a Lee Holdsworth or something, it's not going to Steve. Doesn't matter. No. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to lose. As a sport, we do not want to lose the characters. SPG, Cam, and Kostecki. You just don't. The yep. characters. Because otherwise. That's a big concern. Otherwise, you might as well. Uh, like, you need personalities, and they're yep. currently the biggest at the moment. But uh, Absolutely. Look, we want to hear what you've got to say because you've got a bunch of texts that have been sent in. So, 0433981116 is our number. It'll be interesting. It'll be interesting to see what happens at uh, towards the back end of the year because it's normally around Bathurst and the Enduros where the things that are set in stone finally make their way to the top. So we'll keep our eye out and we'll keep our ear to the ground to the rumor mill. But you're listening to the driver's seat. We do it thanks to Kubota for over forty years. We've been making tomorrow matter, shaping and building Australia and New Zealand. Want to quickly talk about some Camaros next because uh, our man Peter Adderton, he's been a bit vocal. And uh, our man, Pete who? <laughs> Pete who? Peter Addison. Uh, Pete who? He's gone, know. isn't he? Oh, no, he's just, he's, he's an event sponsor. <laughs> well, that's what, he, that's what he is now. We'll do a deep dive on that next here on the driver's seat. And hopefully we'll, won't get any interesting texts coming through. <laughs> 0433981116. If you've got a boost mobile phone and you do want to make use of the uh, facilities, go on, text in. 0433981116. Back with more after this. is the driver's seat for Kubota. Together, we are shaping and building Australia and New Zealand. I'll tell you what, we can be on the app, we can be on the radio, it'll still get to that point of time where I'll be like, oh yeah, oh Jesus, back on guys. Uh, Welcome back to the driver's seat. (laughs) As always, we do it thanks to Kubota. Together, we are shaping and building Australia and you can rev up your smartphone with the driver's seat app. It is available in the app store and we know that most of you have it because you've been texting in uh, like absolute madmen and women. Uh, so we do appreciate that. Oh four double. You're mad too. We don't forget the mad women. You get named as well. Oh four double three ninety eight eleven sixteen is the number. Plenty of texts coming through. Uh, we have got one from Rob the Ranger in Camden. Good to hey, have Rob. you on board, Rob. Uh, my mate Adderton. Come on. How can I leave this drive-by again? <laughs> Giving his brand a boost by causing social media presence. And now he has to decline the late delivery of his Gen 3 mantelpiece. He has some valid points sometimes regarding supercars, but the delivery of the message can be interesting. That's for sure. That's from Rob the Ranger in Camden. Oh, Rob, you are spot on. Um, he is a professional protagonist. He loves... To cause a shit stir to our uh, Peter Adderton, because if you remember last week, it was a Gen Three car going to do Le Mans, Stevie J. That's yes, right. It was un- the front cover the, of uh, Auto Action, and <laughs> not unlike the NASCAR. <laughs> so he just has to shuffle sideways, and he can get the boost brand on. Good for him. He's now um, pulled out of the deal for that car, and is now an event sponsor for the Gold Coast Boost Mobile Gold Coast Five Hundred. But where, what he was saying in media today was they better get the parody right. They better get it right by, by the time we get to my event in October. So. <laughs> what's he, what's he going to do about it? Seriously. Right, yeah. So anyway, hey, oh, he gets man. his brand in. Um, be interesting to see how and whether he will now stick his nose in about driver movements and Courtney and 
all that kind of stuff. But I will guarantee in the next month we will be more talk. We'll be talking more about Boost Mobile. I'll tell you what, he's that good at it. I guarantee you that at somewhere down the track there'll be a photo of him and Shane Howard shaking hands in front of a big Boost (laughs) sign. You know it'll happen. (laughs) Well, uh, possibly. (laughs) Um, Here's another one from Graham. If this week's NASCAR test for SVG goes well, can that open up a triple eight jump for Cam? Uh, for 2025, it could. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely it could because if, as I say, um, unless Shane, if Shane decides he wants to race in 2025 overseas, he is free to do so. Should he decide that he wants to stay in Australia, he is contractually obliged to race for Triple Eight in 2025. So the only thing that can stop it is an overseas opportunity. If he goes to Chicago this weekend, Stevie J, and remembering that the team he's driving for won the race on the weekend, on the mm. Oval. So he's got good kit. Um, if he goes there and has an enormous result, absolutely. Because what would happen is then he might get another street race or a road race, and then he might actually get an Oval throughout twenty, the rest of 23 and maybe 24, and then bang, opportunity in 25. Mm. See ya, mate. See ya, mate. And uh, and then maybe Cam slides in. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, uh, that absolutely could happen, and that's oh huge. It, like mm. over there is not the type of place where you just go bang. Yep, here, I'll give you a drive for the season. Yeah. They want to trial you and do a few races here and there, and but um, yeah, that could that could absolutely be reality. Well, when you think that that the two other guys that have raced for Trackhouse in this project car were Jensen Button and um, uh, yours and my mate Kimmy Greg Russ Raikkonen. <laughs> Um, they are certainly, certainly Button did well, Jensen did well, um, but has no desire to race NASCAR. Uh, and Kimi, I think did okay. Um, I don't think he set the world on fire from memory. Where SVG, and we're sort of going onto this subject now, Nimsy, where SVG has probably got a greater advantage than either of those two is one, he comes from a rear wheel drive V8 roofed sedan type racing car. Yep. And secondly, this is the first time we're racing at Chicago. So everyone's got, on the same uh, everyone's yeah. on the same page, right? They're all going to be doing the track walk on on uh, Thursday, working out where to go, what to do and how to do it. So uh, I think this is just the best opportunity for SVG. I did hear him recently on some podcasts talking about this has been on discussion since the end of last mm. year. Um, which you know, I laugh the way we, uh, the way our sport is, because if you remember, in the when this first started coming to light about two months ago, it was oh look, I don't really know anything about it, and I don't think it's going to happen. If there is, wouldn't that be great? It'd be awesome. No, you know. you've been talking about it since November last year. <laughs> Why don't you just say it? But anyway, um, here's another one off the text. This one's from Brendan in Brisbane. Is Brendan a newbie? Uh, no, I think we've had Brendan I think before. We are, yeah, now that I think about it. But good to hear from you, Brendo. Thank you, Brendo. Hello, Nimsy and the team. Uh, that's very kind of you to put me, uh, uh, name oh, drop me there, Brendo. Oh, there you go. Appreciate that. Thank you. Part uh, of the team, Nimsy. It says here, he says here, nobody talks about the irony of WAU struggling with the Commodore, then deciding to go to Mustang because it was more winning. Now, Chevy is more winning. It would have been interesting to see Chaz in a Chevy with the rest of the front runners. Bloody love the show. That's from Brendan. Good on you, mate. Nice one, mate. I've seen a few people have a crack about that mm. um, because Ryan Walkinshaw has been very quiet this year. <laughs> yeah, he has. He's been really quiet this year. In fact, I saw a picture of him today in his palatial establishment in Monaco with a cigar in his hand. He had a he had a gasper. 
Mm. I didn't know that Ryan... Gasper. Yeah, a Gasper. A nail. I didn't realise Ryan was a uh, smoker. Anyway, mm. seem to remember him being really distraught and upset about his lung health after COVID. Mm. Hot tip, Ryan. Give up the gaspers. <laughs> Give up the, the nails. Give up the nails, mate. You'll recover from COVID a whole lot better. <laughs> Just say, pretty sure, not a medical guy, pretty sure it'll be a little bit better. <laughs> anyway, uh, look, I, I think if, if Chaz had been in a Camaro, not unlike the great majority of Camaro runners, Stevie J, he'd have been right up the front. He'd have been up there with Brody and, and Brock and SVG and all those guys. Mm. Yeah, and I think, you know, like it's – it's, you know, you're right, but it's just so frustrating to, to see what's going on. You know what I mean? Like yeah. It's, and, and we all know, too, that it's, it, that wasn't just a decision made for racing. That was a decision made for Commercial. a business off track. Absolutely. You know, so, um, yeah, so interesting, interesting though. But, um, yeah, it's just, I guess, one of those things, you know, maybe we... Woulda, shoulda, but never. We'll never know unless it changes in the next few years. Well, until parity is reached, I don't think you can. Having said that, question. he's not at the moment. He's not the fastest forward. So, no, but he does make up a hell of a lot of places. Yeah, usually on really good tires. Mm. To be fair, mm. but um, and and again, you can't tell me that Chaz has forgotten how to drive. No, so Bathurst winner, mate. But absolutely. So, um, competing, I think this weekend maybe in Spa. Yes, yes, you're correct. In the 24 yes. hours? Mm-hmm. In the BMW? Uh, no, sorry, not BMW. Uh, no, uh, the, the Mercedes. Mercedes. The Mercedes yeah. AMG Mercedes. GD3 with the 12-hour Kenny Chabul. Chabul. Uh, in the Sun Energy GD3 Mercedes. Um, so, yeah. So, uh, look, yeah. Who, look, who knows? There is some irony there. I get it. But had I think it would be far more ironic had, he, had they gone and changed from Chev to Ford, and then they were the last of the Ford runners. If they just couldn't get that, that's ironic. But they're on their day. They're one of the faster of the Mustangs. Yeah. And and look, once they sort things out, when you actually get full parity, which, you know, let's let's aim for the start of at Newcastle 2024 at this point in time, mm. you, you never know. Because like you said, Chaz does, like, if you look into the mid-pack, he's right up there and he's getting places left, oh, front, yeah. centre. Chaz will be Chaz will be far. If we get these parity adjustments, Stevie J by Townsville and or by what's after Townsville? Taylor Men. Taylor Men. If we get him in play by then, he'll be he'll be up the front in the final yep. part of the season. There's no doubt. Yep. Uh, we will get to some of your text messages in just a moment because there's a lot of people wanting to talk SVG in NASCAR, and we'll do that mm. next right here on the driver's seat. We do it thanks to Kubota. For over 40 years, we've been making tomorrow matter, shaping and building Australia and New Zealand. This is The Driver's Seat for Kubota. Together, we are shaping and building Australia and New Zealand. This is The Driver's Seat right around Australia, and we love having your company. The messages have been just mm. an absolute joy this week, and we thank you for being a part of our show. And remember, it's Should not... read a few? Yeah, yeah, we'll definitely get to some of them. But just quickly, want to mention, if you do want to get in touch with us, you can do so by jumping on our Facebook, our Instagram. And I know that you already do it, but for anyone that might be listening that doesn't know and hasn't given us a like, uh, at 
Driver's Seat Show on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter as well. I did see that a couple of people have got uh, some new mugs and some T-shirts come through. Oh, I see that. Which is really, really nice. We do appreciate that. Stevie J and I are seeing Malcolm on Saturday, uh, so we might get him to bring a couple of mugs up. Stevie J, because we don't have mm. enough. That's if we he's got any. If he's had, I think I've got, got one. In, if he's got any in oh, uh, stock, more than I've got. Yeah, right. Well, I know that the Kubota Racing Crew are into me about getting them the odd mug or two. <laughs> and I'll tell you what, so Malcolm They've got one from behind the wheel. Malcolm, <laughs> <laughs> very true. There's a, there's a, <laughs> That's farcial. <laughs> little drive-by there from Stevie J. But um, look, and the best part too is if you would like to get your hands on one of the mugs, just head to classicgarageapparel.com. Uh, and Malcolm's even doing us a favor as well by chucking in a free mug with any T-shirt yes. purchase. So do yourself a favor, classicgarageapparel.com. There's some cool designs there, and they get shipped in a very, very timely manner too. So do yourself mm. a favor and jump on board. Like you said, Mandy, let's get to some of these texts, shall we? This is from Jeff in Hamilton Hill. GM or Ford fan, love or hate SVG, we all want to see him do well in NASCAR. I think we can all agree with that one. Yep. I couldn't agree more, and I love the way that Aussies do that. But, you know, uh, I think it was the same same thing with Scotty Mack when he went overseas. You know, he was much hated by many folk uh, on the other side of the fence. But as soon as he went IndyCar, it was like, oh, there goes our Scotty boy. He's our boy. And I think we're, we're hoping the same for SVG this weekend. Uh, another one too from Rob the Ranger in Camden, who is listening in a Perth pub at the moment. So, uh, oh, g'day, Rob. Uh, Rob, just just quietly drink responsibly. What's the, what's the big pub in Perth? The CBH? The co- co- is, it, is that the Cotlow Beach Cotlow Beach Hotel Cotlow. or what's the yeah. something Beach Hotel in Perth? Mm. Big Cot. <laughs> That's what it's called. The, the Cot. Cot. The Cot is like yeah, righto. It's been a while. Is that where you are? Let us know, Rob. If you're in the Cotters, though, it has been a uh, it's been a long time since I've been in WA. But I remember back in the day, you used to go to the uh, the Merriwell at Crown used to be big, and right. uh, even the Claremont Hotel was a decent one back then. But uh, look, what are the what are the strip joints like in Perth, Steve? I don't know. I was just what, thinking about Claremont. Does it what, <laughs> what does it dish up mines or something? What Claremont? The, what do you mean? Isn't there a Claremont mine? No, it's a Claymore, you peanut. Oh, my God. <laughs> I need uh, to have some more if, coffee. If you're going to throw to a gag, at least be accurate <laughs> oh, on your gag. I was actually because I wasn't sure. <laughs> yeah, the, the Claymont mine, the Claymont mines. <laughs> it's Claymore, you moron. Uh, but um, but uh, Rob Rob has gone and said, in addition to the that three mugs on face. the show, um, I'll tell you what, Rob, you've absolutely nailed yeah. it with the three mugs on the show, mate. I can tell you that for sure. Very true. <laughs> Very true. Um, but another one here, for, uh, Rob the Ranger says, SVG knows how to drive anything. That's a proven given his history. Mm-hmm. But the biggest challenge will be a left-hand drive car on a street circuit. You know what, Rob, and I think, Stevie J, you'll probably agree with me here. You would think that, wouldn't you, Rob? Like, you would think that, man, that's just going to be a big thing. I can tell you... Almost from experience, because my race car is left-hand drive also, he will not think about it for one second. He's got mega experience in GT cars, and Rob, that thing will be like a tiger. He'll be trying to hold that thing like a tiger by the tail, and he will not think two seconds about left-hand drive or where the walls are. He won't even think about it. You just don't. You just get in and you just drive. I I can understand why you would think, but it's not. doesn't work that way. No. Um, here's another one too from Rob. Always wondered how Davey Reynolds is coping driving the Mustang with Grove now. He was extremely vocal years ago with the parody of the Mustang. Now he is in a Mustang and it's a reverse issue. 
He was one of the big critics in 2019 of uh, of the Gen 2 Mustang. You always are, aren't you? It's yeah, if you're on the where you are. If you're on the losing side, you're bitching and squealing and moaning. 2019. I guess. Really? I thought he was always in a Mustang. Obviously, he wasn't. Uh, oh, I mean, obviously. No, he was in Falcon before Mustang. Yeah, Falcon Tickford. before Mustang. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so I, I, that's, I, what I'm th- that's what I'm thinking. He hasn't ever, well, in the way of his bitching, was it because of the... The cutbacks? I don't know. It might like, have been when the ZB yeah. got, you know, when they first remember the ZB mm. came on with all their composite panels and all bits and pieces, and mm. there was a bit of there was a bit of uh, there was a bit of shit on the liver from everyone there about that. Just so, it being oh, all look, silicon I, and fiberglass. Yeah, the, the yeah. funny. <laughs> no, it's not. It's a touring car. It's a homologated touring car. Um, the reality is, Rob. It, no matter what side you're on, if you're on the side that seems to not be getting the rub of the green, you're going to spark up. Yeah, that's you know. Um, now, SVG, as we did mention, he is cutting his he cut his first NASCAR laps. Um, yes. And he did a test day with Trackhouse Racing at Charlotte Motor Speedway on Monday. So that was Tuesday Australian t- time. And as you mentioned, Matty, he's in the same project, not only one car, that Kimi Raikkonen drove at the Circuit of the Americas. And Jensen Button's actually also going to be racing on a NASCAR's new street circuit this weekend. But uh, th- how's this for a turnaround, though? So is he's, he? He's going to be doing... Oh, yeah, allegedly. Is Jensen? Hmm. Really? Who's he racing with? Yeah, I didn't know. Sorry, I've put you on the spot, Nimsy. Because I think uh, Jensen drove at the Circuit of the Americas, not Kimoy. I think that was Jensen that drove that car at the Circuit of the Americas. I could be wrong, but I think it was. And I'm not sure that Jensen is racing this weekend. Prove, I stand to be proven incorrect on that, Nimsy. If I've embarrassed you, I do apologize. But uh, I didn't realize JB was running this weekend. I didn't think he had a second run. Anyway, we'll push on. Um, we'll push on. We'll push on. Um, but yes, yeah, so basically, he uh, SVG is going from uh, Chicago mm-hmm. straight to Townsville after mm-hmm. this. Yes, he'll be flying first class. One would imagine. I think it'll be a nice flight home. I don't think he'll be. I don't think he'll be on the back row of the no. Emirates Airlines with a six-month-old sitting beside him. No, uh, he'll be all right. There he'll be all right. He again. They've done. They've done. Um, They've done lots of. He's done lots of international travel and flights and all of that kind of stuff. So yeah, he'll be he'll be all right. He won't he won't have an issue with that. He'll fire in. So but, and he'll be in a good mood as long as he has a good race. I reckon, Stevie J. Mm. So it turns out Jensen Button is going to be at Chicago. He is. Uh, the, well done. Da 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 da. da, da. I'm, NASCAR keeps asking me to disable my ad blocker, and I won't be doing that. So uh, he'll be driving the number 15 Ford Mustang for Rick Ware Racing. Well, there you go. I stand to be corrected, yeah. and I have been. Well done, Nimsy. Um, but, yeah, so it looks like a pretty star-studded uh, event here too. And if you would like to check it out, it starts 5.30 p.m. local time Sunday, which in Australian East Coast time is 7.30 a.m. this Monday. Coverage on Fox Sports and KO. It is just the race. You will not be able to see qualifying or practice. And is there like a is there like a NASCAR Super View or anything like that? So what do you mean by Super View? You know how like you've got like the like your little subscription package you could sign up to like like a league pass kind of thing for NASCAR. Uh, hey, look, I'm, if you want to watch, maybe I don't know, but you watch it on uh, yeah, watch, you it, on watch it on KO, watch it on KO. So or Fox Sports. Uh, Seven thirty a.m. this Monday. Coverage on Fox Sports and KO. Only the race is going to be broadcast, not practice or qualifying. So we look forward to seeing what SVG can do and then how he can I'm back it up 
in uh, Townsville. But uh, we'll take a quick pause for the cause because someone else will be in a NASCAR and it's a lot closer than Chicago. It's actually going to be in Townsville. Young Jet Johnson will be piloting a oh, NASCAR yeah. around the Reed Park Street Circus. We'll talk about that in just a moment right here on the driver's seat. Thanks to Kubota. For over 40 years, we've been making tomorrow matter, shaping and building Australia and New Zealand. This is the driver's seat for Kubota. Together, we are shaping and building Australia and New Zealand. Welcome back to the driver's seat. Just talking about NASCAR and Townsville, a bit more closer to home next week at the NTI Townsville 500. Jet Johnson will be cutting a bit more laps in a NASCAR. It is Chase Elliott's Napa Auto Parts Chevrolet SS NASCAR, which, uh, Steve, he actually took for a spin in March. Yes, March. Yeah, down at uh, Adelaide. Adelaide Motorsport Festival, wasn't it? Motorsport Festival. That's right. Festival of Speed. Yep. Yeah, it was great. It was... uh, it's a cool car. Um, and it's, it's actually not, NASCAR spec. Like, this is actually, it's a legit, it's this real is deal. one that, yeah, it's mm-hmm. it's not like a mm-hmm. demo car or anything. This is an actual one that was in competition. Yeah, well, long, obviously a long time ago, whether it was a spare car, I'm not sure, Chase Elliott, I'm not, you know, it's, it's, it's one of those things where I guess, it's not. It's it's a. It is a NASCAR. Yes, correct. But it's, is it full full spec? No, because you wouldn't be able to just then take a car like that to uh, shows and fire it up willy nilly. You know. So the, mm. obviously it's detuned and all that sort of stuff. But it still sounds the business. It looks great. Um, and uh, Jet will have a bit of bit of fun in it, which would be cool. You know, a bit, bit of a demonstration. A couple of times, I think, over the weekend on Friday and Saturday, he's on his own on track. Oh, doing cool. a few laps. Cool. And then on Sunday, he's out twice on Sunday with, um, I think, the stunt team and the Army burnout team and all that sort of stuff. So it should be quite cool. Should be really yeah, right. good to see. Uh, and it's... What's he just going <laughs> to chuff around in between stunt riders and... Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> We're not a visual medium here on radio, but yeah. you should have just seen the look on that face. Um, <laughs> it's like, it's it's gonna be, oh, I know. It is going to be a pretty busy weekend for Young Jet because he's also going to be contesting in round three of the Super 3 Series. He's currently third in the championship there uh, behind Job Stewart and Cameron McLeod. It's been a while between drinks because uh, – and, and it's also a milestone round for the Dunlop Series because it's their 150th round, so – um, is he excited? Uh, get, getting you, get him jumping back in the Altimus, Dave? Or yeah, he is. He's very excited. And the good thing is that he has already been to Townsville before. So back in twenty one, he Did drove the, t- the, uh, the TA two up there, uh, the TA two Mustang up there in the in the yeah. tin tops for a bit of a skid, which was very cool. And um, he's looking forward to to running around there in the uh, in the Nissan. So we'll see how he how he does and and. You know, he enjoys or had enjoyed those street circuit style tracks. So yeah, I reckon he's gonna uh, he's gonna really enjoy it. Can I ask a question? It's a Super Two question, Super Three, Dunlop Seriesy question. Yeah, Dunlop Dunlopy Series mm-hmm. question. Talk to me about Jack Perkins. Jack, I believe from memory is racing with Wyhoon in Super Two. I think it's Wyhoon. I think yes, which is uh, affiliated to, uh, to Erebus. To Erebus. Erebus. Yep. He's not having a great year because I think the kid that he's mentoring in Super Three is beating him. Mm. What's going on with Jack? 
I don't know. He he's struggling with that car. Like, I don't know for no whatever good. reason. And it's a, it's a, it's an Erebus car from last year. So oh, no. he knows how to drive it. Yeah, you no. know what I mean. <laughs> a POS. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like it's actually. We, we won't elaborate on that, folks. But I'm pretty sure you know what that means. <laughs> it's a piece of salada. A salada. Yeah. Salami. It's it, a shembri. It wasn't hmm. a. It wasn't covered in a, a Preston High livery at one point in time, was it? <laughs> <laughs> Nah, Holdsworth left that in the bay. <laughs> oh, yeah, I, I just would have expected, because I think, was it not last year that Jack jumped into a Super 2 and had a win? Mm. Uh, but this year, P nowhere, mm. which sort of leads me then to wonder how he's feeling or how the Erebus guys are feeling about where he's at. Do you think it's all car? Do you think it's Jack? I, I don't know. I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. I mean, I know he's, probably, he's, he's probably better than where he's running, but is that because he's... He need, you know, he's not driving much these days, and and we yeah. we all know that you know you, you, it doesn't matter how much you've done or whatever you get rusty. You know, yeah, at the yeah. end of the day, you're right, Matty. Yeah. I, I just looked at the um the standings here. He's P11 in the championship. P11, which in in our world is P nowhere mm. for me. It's a win, but that's it's P nowhere. Mm. Yeah, I'm, I'm just yeah. I, he's probably he's got the backing of Sean Partners, like a lot of the yeah, Erebus sponsors. You not know. a money thing. Yep. I just he's yep. just of all of the names, like you know, you, you expect. Zach Best, uh, I think Cooper Murray's Cooper been a Murray's bit of a surprise, although you, you tipped him at the start of the year. Jay Hansen, we kind of half expected. Matt Charter's um, regular and consistent, getting Kai a lot Allen's better. Kai there. Allen last year's almost Super 3 winner came down to the last race. Well, well, Kai Allen and Cooper Murray in the same team at Eggleston took each other out in Perth. So that, they did. That so wasn't ideal. That, wasn't, that wouldn't have been a good debrief. Um, you know, Aaron Seaton, well, we... I don't know. I'm, jury's out on the team for Aaron Seaton there in their infancy, so I don't know how they're going to go. Jalen Robotham, Callum Walker, you know, and you go all the way down to Zach Bates, and who's in his rookie year, Zach, come out of Toyota 86, and Jack's P11. Mm. Um, also, uh, don't know about that. Apologies to Rob the Ranger if uh, you spat your beer out, uh, <laughs> <laughs> because. <laughs> LOL at BOS. <laughs> <laughs> With Jack Perkins. Oh, very funny, very funny. I'm going to use that with my girls at home. <laughs> so, mate, I've looked at this report card, and that is a POS. What does that mean? Oh, what does that mean? Ring Uncle Steve. I'll tell you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It means Jack Perkins driving it. Um, no, no. Um, we'll take a quick break here at the driver's seat because we, we're going to look up and down pit lane because there has been some big changes happening at one of the newest teams on the Ooh. grid. Uh, changes of Premier Racing and... Raising? Jeez Louise. Raising. Mm. I think it's time Raising for... Mm, yeah, I might, might just have a little elaboration on that one. Ah, watch this space. Well, from what all the other... Could be could be embarrassed again, Nimsy, but, but a lot of people are reporting about this move on that individual being just... Righto. Taking a moment. Right Let him go to the break so he can say it, will you? <laughs> Back with more <laughs> of the driver's seat straight after this. is the driver's seat for Kubota. Together, we are shaping and building Australia and New Zealand. Jeez, we get comfortable on a Wednesday night, don't we? Uh, <laughs> you, that was. <laughs> that was by the skin of a... A bees, you know bees. what. <laughs> um, 
just quickly. Uh, four. <laughs> and we do just, just want to quickly point out to everyone that's texted in tonight, thank you so much because we know we added an extra step for you to jump on the app and tune yes. in, but we very, very much do appreciate it. And uh, we will be live on your wireless next week. John Bauer is going to join us as well. So we've got a, the full box and dice for you, but thank you. Is Johnny just, locked in for next week? He's locked in for next week. Oh, yeah, and right. He did say he'd be good for Thursday and Friday. I said, it's not Wednesday, JB. Uh, and we are live, Ace. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, classic, JB. <laughs> but let's let's quickly let's quickly talk about these changes at Premier Racing because it is um, it's said to be without team principal Matt Cook for the foreseeable mm. future. Andrew Van Leeuwen from Motorsport.com broke the news that Cook has stepped away from the team principal role to take some personal leave effective immediately, and he'll be replaced. Uh, by team owner Peter Zirus from Townsville onwards. And you have got some late mail in on that, Matty. Oh, no, well, I, I won't I won't. Let's throw go. on the allegedly blanket here. Yeah, we're going to throw the allegedly blanket on because this was only reported in the last couple of hours. But the majority of what I can see are online news agencies mm. are all saying that it's gardening leave, or not gardening leave, it's, it's personal leave or whatever. I'm kind of hearing... The Jungle Drums, it's uh, see ya, mate. Mm. Now, Matt's a great guy, right? So uh, Steve was just telling me he's a great guy, lovely bloke. Peter Zibris is a pretty demanding individual. And uh, and his, I would imagine that his criteria for success would be wide and varied. And I'm not entirely sure that, you know, I mean, I don't know what's behind any of this, but I would say that, that, that you know, there's been a, just a bit of a parting of the ways there. Whenever someone is reported as going on leave, why would you report it? Mate, someone can have holidays. Mm. Go on holidays. I go on holidays. No one writes a story on Speed Cafe about it. So uh, I just, I'm hearing through various areas and folk in the know that it's. It might be a bit of permanent Ooh. leave. See yeah. ya, mate. Yeah. Which would be unfortunate. Mm. But because, um, you know, the, the boys at. Uh, Premier, 13th and 14th, Timmy Slade and Jimmy Golding, only separated by five points in the championship. Mm. You know, not doing a bad job. Mm. Um, had some unfortunate issues with that that um, clip that broke on the, the hose, water hose, I think, to the engine on Timmy Slade's car. So they've had, you know, some technical some technical stuff there. They've just picked up uh, Romy from... Who is a an engineer from Triple Eight? Formerly J Dubs for formerly J Dubs. Yep. So she's a good pickup to go into a full time um, engineering role there, which I think is probably one of the things I really need because I think they've struggled this year to getting a full time engineer for Slady. Yeah, Slady's but, had a revolving door. Yeah, which you know, to be fair, so did Chris Pitha prior to that. And there's one thing you need in a good race team, and to be a good race driver, the very base minimum thing that you need is a consistent engineer that you can learn to communicate with and you can learn how to work with each other to get the, the right toy. When you don't have a consistent engineer, it's bloody hard, right, Steve? It's mm. it's almost damn near impossible. Yep. So, um, you know, the fact that Romy's coming in, I think that'll be fantastic. It really hurt Chris Pitha, but he's doing some fantastic stuff in uh, in Carrera Cup now with his Coke partnership there. Um, but, yeah, Matty Cook, Do, I think. Is this – We'll see. Is it? We've seen that um, – that Peter Zibris is pretty big when it, like his standards are pretty high. Is this just one of those yes. things where like, mate, I wanted you here, we're here, and it's just, you know, the it just is what it is. Look, maybe as I said, we saw it. We saw it with um, um, we saw it with Chris Pitha mm. getting the mid season the, the Tijuana Brass. Um, 
you know, we've seen it with other drivers. Um, I just, yeah, I... I'm not on the inside. Would you like me to take over the convo while you text? I, I get that. Because <laughs> no, I'm just trying to work out what I can say without getting sued back to the Stone Age. Look, oh. as I said, we we just... No, no one's listening, mate. We're on the podcast. <laughs> we're, we're, we're on the app. No one's, just no one's say listening. It. Say just what you say want to say. No. Um, yeah. I, Pete, Pete is a very demanding person, as we saw, um, you know, last year with, with our mate. And he's very impatient. Is he? Well, no, I don't know. No, Gary would probably attest to that. Yes, exactly, exactly. <laughs> but it seems as though I don't know him oh, well. I know him from talking to him and saying yeah. hi and all that. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. But looking at the trajectory and the the previous, I guess it's it's got it's got the know, t- it's got the previous feeling. decisions he's made. It yes. feels like it feels it's like got to the me feeling, hasn't it? Literally, he's got no patience. No, get done now, or yep. you're yeah. out. Yeah, get done now, or you're out. Yeah, it's it's got that air about it, doesn't it? Mm. it? There's a sniff of impatience there. I don't care. Do it or get out. Yeah, don't tell me how the watch works. Just tell me the time. Ah. <laughs> get out. Get out. <laughs> I reckon you've heard that in your time. Yeah, oh, time was it? But you know I've what? Heard it a lot. Eventually, you, you're going to have to, you know, set, you're going to have to settle for something. Not, and I don't mean settle, but you're going to have to have some form of stability. Just because you know you don't come up the front every single time, you can't just bin the entire team. Can I tell you, Nimsy? That is a fantastic point. The most overlooked aspect of our sport from a performance gain is stability, mm. Steve J. When you get a stable engineering group and a stable driver lineup, um, you become a very powerful individual. When you can build a team, mm-hmm. learn the team, understand what makes them tick, what motivates them, what demotivates them, you can have the patience to do that. You can build something pretty special. That doesn't just go for motorsport. That no, goes just for goes everything. Sport. Now, if you've got someone who is dragging the chain so badly, well, you've got to put your arm around them and say, See you, mate. Yeah. Um, hold hold that thought because we've got to take our final break and wrap it all up here at the driver's seat. We do it thanks to Kubota. Together, we are shaping and building Australia and New Zealand. We'll wrap it up next. Well, we have just got to say a big thank you to everyone that has been jumping on the messages today because, as you know, we are on the app because of the cricket. But uh, thank you, everyone, that has gone and texted in tonight. Uh, your support has been fantastic. Like, seriously, how good are our audience? They are sensational. We love Unreal. you guys, seriously. Because tonight we sort of thought, well. This could be a struggle. Do, it's going to be a long night. We're going to waffle for two hours here. If we have even half an audience by the time we finish here, it'll be, uh, no. it'll be a minor miracle. But you guys have pressed on. You're with us. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. So we do appreciate all your texts. Unfortunately, mm. though, even though we could get all those text messages in, we just didn't have enough time for Mark Scaife. So apologies again, Scaifey. Sorry, Tell you what, I'm just about over this shit. <laughs> Maybe next week, mate. Maybe next week. (laughs) That's it for the driver's seat. We'll catch you next week. See ya. TDFN.